You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back to Empire of Rust. This is Empire of Rust number 67, a number that I have absolutely no relation to at all. Who knew? Pat, you got anything for, uh, for a 67? Anything interesting Interesting facts about it? Uh, ooh. Uh, is, it pri- is it prime? I'm trying to... Uh, it might be. Nope. Uh, two, three, five, seven, no, eleven. Uh, yeah, we're already there. It's like it's Siva Verastasnis up to the square root. So, actually, you don't even have to go to eleven because it's less than sixty-nine, and that's eight something. You know. So yes, prime. So that's it. No other interesting facts about sixty-seven. Not off the top of my head. I mean, I could look something up if you really want me to, but you're, you're a math major. I thought you had those stuff just like rolling off the top of your head. <laughs> I've been thinking <laughs> not about math a lot lately, so <laughs> it, 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 it atrophies. <laughs> Well, speaking of 67, guess what? We just leveled from 6 to 7. Hey. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Clever. We didn't talk about it at the end of last episode because I thought it would be kind of weird to mention, well, Sweet Spot's dead and, oh, you just leveled up. So, you know <laughs> what? We waited. We waited. And it was a good idea. So conflicted. Except Matt is crying now. So it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry, Matt. It's okay. If Adam isn't crying about Sweet Spot, then you don't need to. <laughs> so let's talk about level seven. Who wants to go first? Matt, we'll go with you. What does a level seven Magnum and Pythagoras look like? Pythagoras isn't leveling because he does. He only levels every other level. And I pushed him up a few several levels using feats, but I didn't do that this time. <laughs> yes, I was wondering if you were going to get that high. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep pouring feats in if I want them to keep up. And I think it's going to get, like, geometrically harder as time goes by. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's, he took that level, level in Headmaster. And I took a feat called Alternate uh, Alt Mode Enhancement. Ooh. Which, for, which basically boosts your alt form in a lot of different ways, depending on what it is. For... Um, for structures, it, it allows you to, to treat yourself as two levels higher for however many bays you have. That means I get a new bay, and I'm getting a repair bay. Oh. Very nice. What can you do with the repair bay, uh, aside from repair things? Um, well, you sort of you sort of let the cat out of the bag right there. <laughs> it's actually Took for, the wind <laughs> right out of his it's sails. Actually, uh, actually, for repairing bots is what it's for. So it heals hit points easily is, is what it does. You know, and it has a really cool fusion. It has a really cool uh, um, command center synergy maneuver that it can do if you have a shield generator, I think, and a repair bay. Which you do. Yeah. Once a day. It's worth the price, it's worth the price of admission on its own, frankly. Uh, uh, if you have both of those once a day, you can r- restore all stamina to any, any bots inside the building. That's nice. That's very nice. Instantly, but it's a once a day thing. So, yeah. And uh, the other one lets you like it's uh, like like two two d eight or three d eight hit points every round. You can heal people if they're inside. Yeah. 
So. Can, can that be done instantly, like like Adam just asked, or is it like a like they gain back stamina by being inside of you? Because if it's no, just no, like, that's inst- that's instant. Uh, the stamina um, thing is the stamina thing is instant. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a synergy ability. You need two. You need two bays to use it to do it. But um, yeah, there's a couple other ones I have, like the sensor bay and the shield generator. It lets me ex- expand how wide the shield generator is, like once once in a while. Uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, we didn't talk about synergy abilities too much when we did the rebuild at level six. So when you take a uh, when you take different bays, like different expansion bays, uh, the command center will allow you to kind of inter- interact the two together in new and unique ways. So depending on kind of which way you want to build your character, you can just pick two, you know, similarly themed expansions and get some really neat abilities and generally more powerful abilities but of course they are more limited in in how often you can use them yeah, like uh, the repair bay and sensor bay as a move action i can reveal any weaknesses vulnerabilities and special properties of a creature you can identify their alt mode and number of modes and neat. the uh, repair bay and shield generator I already said the shield generator and sensor array increase the range of the shield generated by five feet, which I don't know how long that lasts. So if I ever do, we'd have to discuss it. Sure thing. So, and that's about it. Other than a couple of very minor numerical increases. So, you know. What about you, Mike? What's a wild strike doing? Did you take that, uh, that scientist dip? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> of course I didn't do that. Uh, Soldier scientist. <laughs> yeah. I have a class ability and a feat that kind of work together. Ooh. Uh, for my class ability, I took rushing charge, which allows me to make a charge without penalty and increases my collision damage from D4s to D6s. <laughs> yes. I, I love the Russian charge. It's magnificent. <laughs> and for the feet, I took vehicle charging, which allows me to charge in my alt mode, change to my bot mode as part of the attack, and deal double damage. Wait, what? <laughs> I can start off the charge as my alt mode, end it in my bot mode, and deal double damage on the attack. Ah. <laughs> so what? So, so, so now, so now, not only is it increased to d sixes, well, that's collision damage. That's the collision damage. The charging thing is just for the attack after the charge. Oh, okay, okay. So you're like jetting towards somebody, and you turn into a, an axe attack. So, yeah, oh, okay. exactly. That glaive is going to be nice. <laughs> yeah, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> what about Carapace? What's Carapace looking like? Uh, Carapace is, is actually taking a dip uh, into Soldier. Uh, ironically. Ooh. Um, mm. So, I mean, like, standard. They're very similar to the load bearer, like, same base attack bonus, like, you know, that kind of thing, 42 saves. Uh, but I actually get a even slightly faster armor boost, which is only happens if you actually dip into soldier. But uh, I actually also have a synergy from the things that I took. So when you're a, a soldier, you have to take a, a, a fighting stance, and so mine is stalwart, which means that I can um, I gain a, a plus two bonus on any combat maneuvers that I make, and I can make one additional attack of opportunity per round, which, with the fact that I have reach, is actually a really big deal. Um, but then my actual class feature, class ability that I gained is called uh, Brawler, and that says that 
I gain a plus one bonus on attacks when making combat maneuvers, which stacks with the stalwart ability. But if I have the stalwart ability once per day, I can actually roll twice and take the better result on on that combat maneuver, which is pretty amazing. And I also gain two feats because I'm both level seven and I'm a first level soldier, which gives you a bonus feat, so that's pretty awesome. And I took a... What are these things called? Sorry. Ankles. Uh, Angles? Ankles. You got two feet. I assume there's ankles that go with it. Right, right. True. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I took multi-shooting, finally. So when I do a multiple attack, I can actually make three attacks as opposed to just two, which is pretty awesome. There we go. And And I took snapshot, which means that I threaten with my ranged weapons. So I can both make attack of opportunities with them, and those attacks, attacks of opportunities with the ranged weapon do not provoke attacks of opportunity, even though it's a ranged weapon. So I'm, I'm so I'm very dangerous as far as uh, shooting, but if something actually does get up and close with me, now I can do all sorts of cool combat maneuvers and knock them around and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty exciting. That's okay, nifty. Okay. That is nifty. You're very dangerous over short distances. <laughs> yes, I am. And I, I just say no, uh, I have 98 stamina points now. Damn. That's more than double mine. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's God. the reason we didn't find much of Sweet Spot left. You ate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he got, he got uh, crushed to red mist and I just snorted that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing goes to waste. <laughs> So this is going to be interesting. This is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Hey, Adam, you want to talk about anything? Now you're dead, aren't you? Yeah. Dead? You're not dead. dead. That's key. You're not. You're not dead. We're- I believe. I believe. You You can't be dead. Magnum, shoot him. Uh, okay, Rumi you know, gets it. Nobody else, apparently. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I got it right here, and I got it right here, and I got some over there. Remember, we can't see you. A little bit up there. <laughs> I know. Just okay. use your imagination. <laughs> I'm everywhere. Just imagination and a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the bad news of last episode... What uh, where do you, what do you guys want to do? Where do you uh, what do you want to go here? So you've pretty much you've you've confirmed that sweet spot is no more, uh, and yeah, you don't you don't know, you know what happened with the the bombing, who caused that? Wild Strike has a uh, uh, like a little bit of a clue, but yeah, what do you guys want to do? Vengeance. I did a chemical analysis of of his, his remains. And uh, do we have a spark casing or a memory module or a transformation cog? No on all three of those. You find enough material there to feel like it, it is sweet spot, but you don't find a spark casing, no T-cog, and no brain module. Ah, it's it, They are very... You do know they're very delicate pieces, so it is possible that they're just fragments at this point. You can't but, even, they can't yeah. even glue them back together without that those pieces. 
I mean, to be fair, like proportionately as a, you know, like the arm that I have lost is more mass than what he's lost. <laughs> like he might be not pretty, like he looks like he's all like scraped up and skinned and stuff like that. But you know what? Again, we're pretty able to fix that. So I don't believe he's dead. Just saying. Well, you got a necromancer among you over here, so you can just, you know, fit some stuff inside the casing and it's just like make an a new sweet spot, right? Animated Bring back. <laughs> animated skin. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll do count analysis because try to figure out what, what, what was the explosive? You know, if there's a, a specific kind of explosive that we recognize. Uh, the bang type. And. And because uh, that's gonna be an investigation, we need to go find someone and beat them up. I want you to give me a physical science check. You can also try a survival check if you want some different information. Oh, I can't do that. I can do survival. Um, right. Am I still am I still missing an arm at this point? Yeah, you weren't able to to locate it. You're just gonna have to get it uh, fabricated. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> but I'm doing a survival check for you. Okay. And that is an 11. So that is a 23. 23 on survival. All right. Based on your uh, kind of knowledge of the, the layout of the uh, cultural ministry and where you were standing, uh, you are able to locate the exact position of where you think the bomb went off. So sweet spots lap. <laughs> sweet spots lap. Sure. <laughs> he did a lap around the bomb. His e- his ego finally burst. <laughs> I knew it had something to do with laps. Uh, for physical science, I got a nineteen. Not a nineteen. Hold a oh, two there. Good at all. Uh, well, with a nineteen, uh, you actually get the same information that uh, the carapace is able to figure out. You you can figure out from the blast pattern exactly where the bomb was. Uh, but with a nineteen, you are not able to get anything more than that. Uh, you can, however, cross-reference the uh, where you believe the location is with a map of the the cultural ministry. So you can at least figure out what was in there. Uh, you know, it was an art gallery uh, for paintings on uh, like like oil paintings on canvas. It's like the weirdest thing you've ever seen. There wasn't like a sculpture called Fat Man. Or little boy. <laughs> nope. All right. Well, I'll have to check with the other people who are looking into this because they'll probably find out more than me. What's a wild strike up to? Um, waiting in the the craft workplace for uh, word on Nyko. The Kranken House. Yes. <laughs> so. You believe from what Cortex said uh, that he is out of danger. He's not awake at the moment, but uh, like I said, he's 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 out of the the danger zone, and he will make a, a full recovery. It'll just it'll take some time. Okay. You feel that if you did want to to leave him for a little while, it is safe to do so. Uh, I'll inform uh, Cortex to get in touch with me as soon as. Uh, he knows anything else. Okay. Do you want to leave someone else there to guard, though? Because we're still trying to protect him from murderers. 
Uh, if you wanted to, to, to do something else, one of us could watch instead. I will try to contact Magnum. Yes. Hello. Uh, so it looks like Nika's going to recover, uh, but it's just waiting for him to wake up Excellent. now. Um, Good job. I can't do anything else here. Well, where are you guys? We're uh, at the, uh, the rubble. Unfortunately, we've found lots of bits of sweet spot, and uh, they're starting to think that he's he's no more, but I'm not sure, because it's pretty unfortunate. So... Uh, all right. And Legionnaire? Legionnaire. Legionnaire is uh, recovering fine. He's actually on the way to the hospital, so he's probably going to be near you soon. He's he's not in okay. any danger at this point. Um, do you need... If you have something to do, do you need someone to keep an eye on? Uh, Meko? Uh, no, I don't think there'll be any uh, further attacks. Oh, really? Why do you say that? Just a hunch. All right. Uh, hold. Uh, I'll I'll meet up with you guys. I'll, I'll head right. down there. So I don't I don't plan on planting another bomb. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I only have the one. <laughs> there can only be one. Um, is Windblade still on Cybertron? Oh yeah, yeah. So she is uh, one of the people running for uh, head of Cybertron. All right. So same as our former, one. same as our former candidate sweet spot. Yeah. So, so there's, at this point, there's no way to go meet her in person. Uh, no. All right. Uh, well, I'll I'll wait till I'll wait till uh, Wildstrike gets over to us to tell us the information. Um, probably better to say it in person. And uh, and I guess I gather as much of sweet spot as I can. Put it in like a big hefty bag. Yeah, are we talking Ziploc <laughs> or trash bag here? Trash bag. Okay. Like one of like the big like you know couple gallon size ones. <sighs> you were hoping for Ziploc, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean <laughs> hefty, hefty cinch sack. Half the listening audience won't recognize that. <laughs> I know. As old the age that we're at, they're probably not going to recognize a lot of stuff. Look it up, kids. And I will start doing an analysis on uh, the bits. And uh, I guess Pythagoras is still going to try to figure out how to put them back together, even if we don't think that there's going to be anything left to find to put back together. As that's sure. just what he does. Takes you um, probably about 10, 15 minutes wild strike to, to get out of the building, transform, and get back to the the ministry site to meet up with your friends. But Magnum and Carapace are already over there. Uh, Legionnaire is heading back to, or heading over to the the Krankenhaus. Uh, I know you said you don't need anyone to, to guard Nyko, but if you did want to, want to, you can always give him a call and let him know. Adam. Yes? You're uh, wandering around, wandering up to the ministry. You're kind of staying by the shadows over there, and you see three familiar bots all gathered together. It's the people you're looking for. 
Hey. I'll st- well, all right then. I'll stand in front of you. I will uh, look left, look right, make sure uh, no one else is around. And I'll start creeping up from the shadows. <laughs> this is how you get shot. <laughs> uh, the first picture I'm sharing with you here is... Uh, the form you see approach. It's a bear. A big bear. <laughs> a bear. A bear. Uh, big, big, big fucking bear. Do we? So we can see him. You're not hiding. Nope, not hiding. I can't. I come out from the shadows, and when I'm about halfway between the shadows and you guys, I will actually transform into the second form. Which is a female transformer. So uh, she looks like a, a thin android, basically. Uh, has uh, spiky tufts of uh, fur uh, coming out from her. Her backside kind of like makes a, a crownish halo around her back. Um, and she has, of course, her bear claws are kind of linked to her form so uh, she's got these huge wolverine like claws sticking out from the ends of her of her hands are they fingertips or are they like wolverine yeah they're they're like uh, knucklebacks okay uh, guys uh, Magnet will rub his eyes I think I'm getting tired but was there a bear here a second ago? <laughs> Aye, there was. Uh, good day, ma'am. Uh, uh, Can we help you? Gentlebots, if I, if I may be so bold, are you... Are you Carabas? Most of them. Yeah. I, I just wanted to be sure because, you know, descriptions that I've heard of you uh, have more arms than what you have. Yeah, it's a recent building fell on us yesterday, or earlier today, I guess. So I've heard. You seem to be faring pretty well there. Oh, I have something for you. And she'll come over and uh, reach into her her backside there. <laughs> don't, don't ask. <laughs> and she'll up and slam him right in the jaw. I'm going to make an attack for you. Because it's not it's not automatic. Yep. Slamming carapace? Slamming carapace right in the jaw. Ooh. I knew this was coming. Like I was I was I was ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. And I come and try to wallop him right in the face with a sixteen for the attack roll. As he's not expecting it. <sighs> Flat footed. Um, is it is it a is it a claw to the face or is it like a, a slap? It's it's a slap. It's a it's a bit of a punch there. Okay. You might take you might take some claws just because you know it's all part to me. Sure. Oh. Uh, so uh, I mean, am I am I flat footed? Yeah. Not that okay. it matters. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not gonna <laughs> matter. All right. So that's a miss then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll just stand there after you dodge it. 
<laughs> say, well, uh, Rex says hello. <laughs> I didn't think he'd be able to dodge that, but well done. <laughs> um, I am going to liberate my weapon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, why put that would, away. I'm not. A, I'm not a child. Why would Rex send you to punch me in the face? He said that's how you like to be greeted. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not? <laughs> I mean, no, but <clears throat> coming from that, Rex, that, that does makes sound sense. like Rex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that totally sounds All like right. Rex. Yeah, that, that, that checks out a bit. Um, you're not attacking what are, us. <laughs> what, are, what are the What are the names of his companions? Oh, it's a uh, laser blazer, grazer, taser, maser, uh, phaser, and Luke. He's new. <laughs> okay. Luke spelled with a Z. It's silent. <laughs> yes. Luke, sir. Anyway, we, uh, I came upon him back on Eucharist there, and he told me all about you and how you've got a, a little grudge against uh, Starscream. And... I would really like to get in on some of that, if it's all the same to you. Aren't there supposed to be more of you here? Yeah. Wild Strike, I've heard lots about you. Yeah, but, um, I have uh, something to tell you guys about that, too, but, uh, preferably in private. You know, it's not all about you, Magnum. (laughs) I would say it's not about you, but I don't know who you are. So maybe oh. it is about you. How am I supposed to know? My name's Denizen. Oh, nice to meet you, ma'am. Um, Denizen. He'll sort of duck, uh, like, <laughs> cower <laughs> when he says hi. <laughs> Just you don't get punched. <laughs> yeah, because she'll lay me out. I mean. <laughs> don't worry. Don't plan on getting anywhere near you. <sighs> I've heard that so many times. Rex, Rex is doing okay? I he is. He was a little concerned about you. Haven't checked in with him for a while. So I told him I'd say hello for him. And that's when he gave me the heads up how you like to be greeted. Ah. And uh, is this uh, Wildstrike here? Aye. Well, Wildstrike, I've heard a lot about you. I guess I am. <laughs> I haven't heard much about you. Uh, you'll notice that she also has like a really large Decepticon emblem on her chest. Like, much larger than than most. So she's a Decepticon. You can't help but notice, Wildstrike, that it's uh, bigger than yours. <laughs> it's not the size that counts. <laughs> I keep telling yourself that. <sighs> so you Damn it, Wildstrike, her eyes are up there. <laughs> you have a grudge against Starscream, huh? I do. A bloody bastard left me to rot on Earth. Who in the verse don't? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I come back to Cybertron after almost 3,000 years and come to find my man Megatron has gone in up to, off the uh, the world there. It's on some sort of holy mission or whatnot. Leaving Starscream in charge. Bastard left me to rot, he did. Starscream or Megatron? No, Starscream's my man. Your man? Sorry, uh, Megatron's my man. Starscream is the bastard. How'd you make your way here? Well, I crash-landed in Ireland 
although I didn't know it was Ireland at the time, it came to be. And this was 3,000 years ago when we were on this scouting mission. Uh, we were all... Uh, there was uh, five or six of us in my group, and we all split up to take a different continent just to check out the lay of the land, check out what the local wildlife was like and whatnot. And my transmitter got damaged when I landed, so I wasn't able to contact them, tell them where I was. I told them I was heading toward an island when I was uh, on re-entry there. And so when the mission was all set to be finished, I couldn't get back to them, couldn't contact them. And I heard afterwards when I checked out and got back here that they had looked for me on the island that became known as England. So they were close, but they didn't quite find me. And then they left me behind. And when they got back to Cybertron, Starscreen reassigned them for the war effort. Didn't even give a second thought to coming back for me. No rescue mission. Nothing. That's a, that's a really sad story. And what is it that you want? Like, you just want to get back at, at Starscream? Yeah. I heard you have a way to take him out of power. I think that's his whole problem. He's got too much power. And and Rex told you that? Rex said you had something over him. Some sort of evidence. Sense motive. Bad sense motive. <laughs> oh, I'm awful at this. God damn it. Just, just assist, assist me. Sense motive, because I was going to roll one. I cannot. I failed. <laughs> okay. In that case. We're going to have to have a talk with Rex when I see him next. I couldn't keep him sh- couldn't keep him quiet I could he just blathered on and on and on yeah, he does get a bit chatty ever right. since I taught him how to talk he won't shut up yep uh, he told me all about all of you oh by the way where's sweet spot can't wait to get a taste of his tires <laughs> Rex just went on and on about his tires <laughs> Had nothing, nothing bad to say. He's tired, mad he is. He asked me if I could bring him back some. Well, uh, I've, actually, I've actually sent it. I've actually sent him some, but that's okay. I got uh, twenty-three for sense motive. Oh, I'm not going to roll a bluff because I'm not bluffing. <laughs> He's lying. He's totally bluffing. <laughs> He's totally yeah, rolling a bluff. Everything seems to be on the the up and up with the uh, with it. So, seems like she's telling the truth. I'll send a a, a, a radio communication to these two. Um, we really need to talk about uh, a message I just got before we talk to her anymore. I think. Okay. Not, I think it ties Car- in. You're, you're talking about Carapace and Wildstrike. Yes. Okay. If you want to just uh, rudely push uh, Denizen aside, you can uh, you can do that. <laughs> can you uh, excuse us for one moment? Yes, uh, pardon sure. me, pardon us, ma'am. Of course. We'll be right back. Aye. I'll be right over here. Can you bear to be alone? Yeah. Aye. But the jokes, I really can't stand. <laughs> I know how you feel. I barely can stand them as well. All right, we're uh, come with me, guys. <laughs> Just pardon, pardon us, ma'am. Yeah, this is getting unbearable. 
<laughs> Magda will put his hand on his chest, his hat on his chest, and hold his hat to his heart, like, pardon us, ma'am, I deeply apologize. We'll be right back. <laughs> Get over here. Don't you pretend dead. to have manners, you slag. Wow. I'll grab both wow. their ears and drag them away around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll set up a white, uh, white noise generator around us, so uh, if I can, and um, so it'd be very hard to hear into us, and and I will disable our communicators. So in case it's okay, I'm a black bear. <laughs> <laughs> white noise generator don't affect me. <laughs> you go right ahead. Damn it! Nope, not a polar bear. <laughs> I got. A, I just got a message from Windblade. Um, besides the condolences, and she offers to help us if we need her. Um, she believes Starscream was has a hand in this explosion. I don't know how obvious that was to you guys or not, but it certainly uh, fits in since it's his political opponent. But uh, she didn't give me any evidence. But unfortunately, we can't talk to her directly right now. Without going back to Cybertron, could you remind me who Windblade is? Windblade is the one of the leaders of Caminus, I believe, who is also running for Prime Minister of Cybertron. I believe okay. is that right, Mike? Yep, she's one of the two representatives of Caminus to the Council of Worlds, the the Cybertronian Confederation, and she is one of the people in the running. Uh, she was actually running against the sweet spot there. Well, they're all running against each other, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's normal. Um, and you know, she also said that the other 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 uh, candidates are probably going to try to get our support with probably bribes or offers or anything, including Starscream. Are they? There's is is has word spread of his death all the way to Cybertron already? Yeah, like, that seems fast. Either well, that, or they're assuming. It when it happened, you know, it's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna tell you tomorrow's news today, you know, because we actually make the news, you know. But that's that <laughs> seems like well, we don't know circuit, he's dead. Circuit was here covering covering the 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 circuit reporter there. He was here covering the the court case, so he was already on scene, kind of. I mean, it's it's rudely fast. But yeah, <coughs> uh, but it's not impossible. Well, she was very polite, but yeah, she was actually she was very polite. I mean, really about it. Um, but no doubt she's Wind, watching Windblade, out for Windblade her. Was? Windblade was yeah, okay. Um, it was you know, but no doubt she's looking to her campaign too. And this is just another reason Starscream is going to be more of a problem to us. I think if he's blowing us up, you know, especially since we're on a mission for him. Like I'm just wondering what. Windblade has that she believes Starscream is. She didn't give us any particulars, and she did, said she didn't want to talk about it over the communication, so to speak. I mean, I could read the me- I could read the message if you guys want to make it clearer. Uh, I mean, as much as a douche as Starscream is, like, why do it like this? Like, you know, like there are so many other ways that he could have killed us. Why blow up a building and kill hundreds of people? You know, like, 
I just maybe I'm not seeing the point. Well, we also have to consider Windblade might be trying to split us apart. Oh, of course, but I mean, like, let's from, let's assume for let's, as, let's assume it's for a moment that that that's not the case. Let's assume that she's right. Like, why would like it? This seems just like a grandiose and an excessive way to get rid of Sweet Spot. I mean, like. It actually is the perfect way to sabotage relations between Cybertron and Scarvix. So you think uh, Sweet Stop is maybe a bonus? Yeah. Hey, Denison, we asked you to step back. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was Adam. Adam that was <laughs> know, Adam the player. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> and we I reacted just like Sweet Spot was here. Like, I'm even hearing his voice, man. I miss him. <laughs> Um, okay. A sweet spot where he, he would say. Denizen, I want you to make a perception check. Okay. Magnum's got, like, a, a black sock on his hand and is just talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sweet spot still with me, man. <laughs> All right. All right. We need to find out more about this when we get back. Yeah. All right. What about this, uh... I think we should keep an eye on this other lady who came in because she seems to be. She could be an ally. Well, uh, Denizen got uh, 17 for perception. 17 for perception. And right. Magnum, I want you to roll uh, effectively a caster level check. So your level, uh, roll a d20 and add your level. Oh boy, I rolled a 1. 8. So, Denizen, uh, you're. You're kind of watching these three, and you hear this kind of like like white noise. It's kind of static start, but then it just kind of tapers off after a little while, as if like no one was paying attention to it. So what everyone is saying over here, you can you can hear them. You can hear what they're talking about. It just it's 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 actually just Magnum hissing, but he stops whenever he has to listen to somebody else or speak. <laughs> so all our silences are covered up, but that's it. That's great. He's distraught over. He's distraught. He's forgot how so sound I can't works. Hear any of the silence? <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I'll just listen in to be, you know, kind of in on it. They haven't asked me to move any further away. Just I mean, is it is it careful? I mean, is she like five feet away? I mean, like, this, like <laughs> I was gonna say, like, why don't we just say, like, hey, you know, what? we'll call you tomorrow. Like, we got some shit to talk about. Like, I don't like this lady hanging around us, regardless of whether or not Rex told her to punch me in the face. You know. <laughs> Still, I mean, I mean, I think she's. We can trust her because of that. Okay, so like, so if I so if I send somebody just to tell you know randomly on another planet to punch you in the face, that's automatic trust. No, come on. No, it's from Rex. Rex to you. <laughs> anyway, I think we just sort of went around the corner because I was so eager to tell these guys what I had heard. Yeah, yep. So I wouldn't have waited. <laughs> that's all right. Well, she could be a good ally, or she could be a spy. I think we should keep her close and keep an eye on her. Right, I still don't want her to hear what I'm about to say, though. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know that. You don't. Magnum's got the white noise set up and everything else. But I mean, so. <laughs> the white noise—the white noise isn't setting the DC for the, the listen check. Like, if we're just far away, it's hard to hear what we're saying. Like, I mean, it's like she has to beat the DC by ten to hear talking, you know. And if we're like, that should be like adding on to it. Like, uh, anyway, whatever. 
She, she's going to hear what we're going to say. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> I also received messages from other people that were running against Sweet Spot. So. Oh. Really? Not wasting their time. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, this is. It's kind of. It's almost tacky. They are politicians. We're like best friends with, with the major candidate. So. And very high profile. So it wouldn't be surprised that. Uh, other candidates are going to try to get us in their camp or get it, get us into their enemy's camp, depending on their opinion. Do you guys... Who, who is Lord Scourge? Uh, he is the uh, one of the, the kind of territorial rulers on Eucharist. I lived in his land, right? Exactly. You and Rex both lived in his land, and he is one of the candidates for uh, ruler of Cybertron. Okay. He asks me to join him. And kind of pulled on the whole warrior cord, you know, cord. Uh, but then so did uh, Depth Charge, who's uh, the leader of the Wave Walkers, and they uh, offered to pay me like a million Shanex to endorse him. So, uh, and apparently a seat in the government if I wanted such a thing, which I don't. <laughs> I tell him to give you a five hundred thousand dollar retainer. Oh, you yeah, think no, about it. <laughs> clearly, you know, but it's just like, I'm just curious now if all of us have received such a thing. Nobody contacted me for an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Oh, that's unfortunate. I only got that one message that I told you guys about. She didn't ask me okay. to join her. But they both asked for my endorsement. Yeah, that makes sense. And apparently I'm, so- I'm somebody that they can stand being around for more than two astroseconds. So... These must be curious people. Yeah. All right, I guess we'll go back. I'll go back to uh, Denison. Pardon, pardon for the delay, ma'am. What it- Why are you even talking to me? You know, I really am disgusted with you, Magnum. Uh, what did I ever do to you that I don't... You didn't do anything to me? That's what you've been doing to that poor Wien? I thought that, was, I thought that was private. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about, lady? Praying on an innocent wean like that. What? You should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go is recharge. There? My brain isn't working properly anymore. <laughs> what has <clears throat> Rex been telling <laughs> telling her about you? D- digging for eight hours will do it to you, man. Jeez. <laughs> digging for eight hours is that what you're calling it, eh? <laughs> listen, listen, lady. <clears throat> If you're trying to be crazy enough to join our group, well, I guess you're doing well. But I don't have time for it right now. (laughs) You do realize that Pythagoras is older than Magnum and that he built him. He's his head. It's a symbiosis. You know that, right? I I had enough of this. He's just going to transform and let Pythagoras talk to her. (laughs) Uh, I think, Madam, your friend's been telling tales. Oh, look at the wean. Oh, isn't it cute? <laughs> you are adorable. You don't have to suffer at his hands anymore. I never see his hands on his head. <sighs> okay. Um, thank you for telling us how you feel. Um, politely fuck off, and we're going <laughs> to go and live out the rest of our lives. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> and <laughs> let's <All right>. go. <laughs> 
I will. They can't shut me out. Back and turn. We're following. Rick said you t- you take me in. I- I'm sorry. I-, I have to go. Wait for me. <laughs> Wild strike. What? <laughs> Surely you see the benefit here. Perhaps. Right then, I'll follow you. Then we got work to do here. If you help us, then maybe you can tag along. It's fine by me. I mean, I've been looking for you for quite some time. Is there like some sort of weird, like, Decepticon hypnosis thing going on here? What the fuck? No, I haven't had to use that for quite a while. We could use extra hands to help here. Huh? How fortunate. I have extra hands. What can she do? What do you need done? I can do just... I need you to answer the question honestly. How's that? (laughs) Well, if you're going to go and get philosophical about it... No, I'm not getting philosophical. Practical. Answer. I'm... A brawler, frontline man, woman. Okay, I'm respecting you a little more. <laughs> hey, I thought you might say that. I also have a few things I've learned from the Hamans I spent time with in Ireland. Have you ever heard of the Jades? What's a Haman? The, the Jades? The Druids. Uh. uh. Culture check? Go for it. Sure. Well, that was a natural one, so... <laughs> That's a nine. <laughs> well, strike a 14. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Carapace, you're not, uh, you're not quite certain... Uh, Wild Strike, you, uh, you at least understand the concept. You know, they're, like, effectively... Uh, they're effectively, like, 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 mystics. They, uh, they... They seem to have kind of weird powers, things that are beyond what a typical person could do. You know, they're mystics. They're formers of magic and understand the powers of nature. Basically, what they've tapped into, what they think is magic, is the universal laws of energy and matter conversion. And they showed it to me. Okay, I knew I smelled crazy. Okay, got it. Makes more sense now. <laughs> so what, you say you can tap into this power? I can. I Got a 30 for the culture check? Damn. Yeah, Magnum should definitely know about mm. druids and, you know, earth culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Magnum, you, uh, yeah, you know all about that. Uh, you've, uh, I'm sure you've seen, uh, like, uh, documentaries or kind of like history channel stuff while you're up on Junkion, so yeah, you, you understand completely. They're effectively like, uh, like, you know, magic humans that can kind of control nature. You've uh, you've never seen a Cybertronian do it before, but yeah. No. All right, I know what you're talking about, lady. But that was a long time ago. Does it work? Does it still work? There's no trees around here. Carapace, if it would do you any good, I could fix up your eye. Just take me a moment, if I'll. What do you mean you'll fix it up? I with the. Uh, Conversion, matter, energy. I can restore it to what it once was. Seeing is believing, after all. And you need two eyes for that. You you see this magic as a good thing, and I see it as a corrupting force. So uh, if it's all the same, I'd rather you not touch me. All right. Puff off, then. <laughs> Who needs you? Thank you. Best, best thing I've heard all night. <laughs> <laughs> I can just feel Patrick getting more and more pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know my history. 
I fucking hate these people. They're always trying to influence fate and tell us what to do, and you're a creature of prophecy. Fuck all that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Someone, that, someone that said you're a creature of prophecy. <laughs> a lot of someones, yeah. They wouldn't shut up about it your whole fucking life. What would it take for us to explain our our, our proper relationship? Diplomacy check? Uh, yeah, a, a diplomacy check probably would be the, the way to do it. Uh, assuming you don't have a problem with that there, Adam. I don't. All right, how about this? Like, ma'am, uh, Pythagoras will talk to her. Ma'am, um, I'm willing to hang out with you a bit, and we can chat. Maybe you can tell me what you're, you're all about here. You know, while, She'll while everyone down to gets some level. rest. You know, and I can hopefully give you a clear view on, you know, how my friend, and only and just friend, or pal, or, you know, partner in crime, so to speak, have our uh, relationship here. Would that work out for you? I... Didn't you just have a trial or something? We did. Yeah, I can tell you about that if you want. Right. So maybe not the partner in crime analogy there? Uh, well, <laughs> well put. Quite. <laughs> I should at least wait till I get off planet side before that kind of analogy. Right. With bombs bursting here and there? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Pythagoras will go... Well, I mean, if you guys want to go hang out and take a rest, I mean... Um, He'll hang out with her and get her story, and because uh, he's very interested in the druid thing. So, if she's claiming there's a druid thing, I know it's really old. So, there might be more to this. So he is intrigued. So, I'm gonna go talk to the wee man over here. Yeah, let's uh, have a chat. All right, Pythagoras, go ahead and give me a diplomacy check. Then, let's do this. And that is a 24. So yeah, you can uh, spend some time kind of talking over and explaining kind of what the, the relationship is between a, a headmaster and his uh, his body. And uh, kind of explaining your, your history with Magnum and uh, how you helped him out and everything. So you see, uh, we work really well together and we're a team. You know, that's how things are. And it's a hundred percent mutual. Oh, definitely. You know, I mean, if we ever needed to, we could we'd probably split up permanently if we needed to in the future. You know, sometimes like people go their other separate ways. Think of it almost like siblings in a lot of ways. So, I I can see that. Yeah, his brain is in his chest somewhere. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit fucked up when you think about it. <laughs> I I do. <agree> <laughs> But he does all right. Well, but I mean, he bothers me all the same. Not you too much. I mean, you're not going to get any bigger, but you just remind me of the wee NCD. That's uh, all right. You'll get used to it. Just think of me as a mini con or something. I haven't had too much contact with them. Are they all like you? Oh, they're not. It's just an analogy. They're bigger than me. Oh. Well, some but some butts are bigger than others. Then, <laughs> as it goes. Well, you know, oh, they are, aren't they? I like big bots. <laughs> hey, that's no lie. I bet the others can't deny it either. <laughs> Why would they? When some bot walks by with a, you know, itty bitty waist. And if it's in your face, you know. Hey. <laughs> Sometimes you get strong. 
<laughs> what were we talking about here? All right. Here's what I want uh, you guys to to do. So it, it takes a, a it takes a little while to to convince Denizen of your uh, your good intent and to kind of get to know her. And you still have the uh, the matter of the the bombing to look into. So what I want you to do is I want you to uh, give me a couple of skill checks here. You can pick either computers. Uh, let's see, computer culture and sense motive, and uh, we'll say that over the the course of the evening, and as you're communicating with uh, the Steelhaven and kind of questioning witnesses, you're able to put a couple of things together to uh, to kind of help figure out uh, where this all came from. All right, um, I can do a computers. Do you want us to do all of them or just one of them? Uh, you can do all or any or none, whichever way you want to handle it. I can do computers and culture. Um, anyone can assist me. Uh, computers, I do not aid. Culture, Ooh. I wow. actually add four. And sense motive. I add four with culture. And sense motive, I also add four because I rolled a 19. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Nicely done. Okay, let's start with computers. Um, so it's 31. 31 on computers. Okay. So you speak to uh, the comm officer on the Steelhaven, and they found that there was a, a transmission that went from Scarvix to the Citadel on Cybertron. Now, the Citadel is uh, Starscream's palace, effectively. Uh, it's where he, he sits in government. Uh, the other ministers would have offices there as well, but for the most part, he uses that as like his main, uh, like the main presidential palace kind of thing. So they were so the Steelhaven was able to 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 track a a transmission that went to there. Now that same location, like the same place here on Scarvix, received a transmission from somewhere else from. A, a relay station uh, off near Teonia, uh, about twenty minutes or so after it was first uh, after it was sent out. Uh, so it's reasonable of uh, of you to assume that it was probably a a return signal bounced through many relay stations. Do we know what was in the transmission? Uh, nope, you do not know what was in it. Uh, you just know that they uh, they were able to track a, a signal that ended up going to Cybertron. They were able to to track it to there because the uh, the unique uh, uh, like destination signature, and with a thirty one, you do recognize that the the uh, the destination signature is specifically to Starscream's office, like not directly to like him specifically, but to his like his department. His like the it would be like the office of the president, effectively. Now, can we translate track track down the location that it was sent from on Scarvix? Uh, yes. Yes, you can. And I want you to give me an engineering check for that one. So that is a 22. 22? Uh, let's see. It came from an office within the uh, the high court that you guys were in. Oh, jeez. 
Is that that idiot that got arrested at the end of the trial? <laughs> uh, considering that he was arrested, you don't think it was him. The culture check. So what was your uh, what was your result on culture? Um, so I'm starting with 37, but I think I have like, so that's uh, 41, and I think Wild Strike. Yeah, plus four. So 45. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I set up skill checks, I really like setting up like tiered DC, so you get something with something, something with a little bit more, something a bit more. The max on this one was 25. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't get a 20. And had two people helping All me right. quite well. Hey, you should probably, uh, you know, check out our skills from time to time. Uh, well, now that you've leveled up, I think I need to. Hey. Okay, so with a tw- with a, a, a 45 on culture, you uh, can determine that there is uh, only a handful of people on Scarvix that would benefit from discrediting you. Uh, Reutengins and his descendant seems to be the obvious ones. Uh, Alexia Gins was at the party. Uh, last night, uh, and she spent the night avoiding you. Uh, al- uh, the prosecutor's reputation, Alonia, her reputation has suffered from the the loss, uh, and you you figure out that she wasn't so much a a skilled practicing like attorney. She was more of a political appointee, which might, as you're kind of looking through it and thinking about it, might explain why. She just wasn't as skilled as you expected. Okay. Well, that worked in our favor. So you think that uh, of of anyone in uh, Scarvix, those are probably the three people who actually have a real motive to want to, to see you dead or want to see you discredited. So Reutengens and what was the other lady's? Alexia Gins was uh, his uh, descendant. She is the head of the... The uh, the Ministry of Culture, like the like the museum okay. part where the all the artifacts are stored, uh, she's the one who got that job because he was able to force out the uh, the previous okay, one. So he's in jail, but she's still working. Yep, and uh, she is still currently the the head of it. And like I said, she was at the the party too because it's her place. It sounds like right. I mean, Minister of Culture Museum, Art Gallery, exactly. All right, and then Prosecutor Alonia was the other one. And she's just annoyed because we won. All right. And then the last one is a sense motive. Yep. Sense motive. I added a uh, a pair to you. Thank you. So that is five plus four plus two from Adam. So that's nine. Right. 31 sense motive. Unless you did something mod strike. No, not for sense motive. 31. <laughs> All right. 31's not as, uh, not as great as that 45, but still respectable. So as you, as you think back on last night, you can figure out that uh, Prosecutor Alonia was avoiding all of you. But she did have an interaction with Sweet Spot towards the end of the night. Uh, you're not certain what was said between them, but like I said, she's been she was avoiding all of you for for most of the the evening. And even though it was a loss, it it's not really like it it's not culturally appropriate for her to just be like ignoring the guests of the the state here. 
So something seems a bit suspicious about that behavior. It, it seems like she was intentionally trying to stay away from you guys as much as possible. Who is this? Prosecutor Alonia. Well, of course. Was she staying away from the explodey bit? Uh, actually, now that you know that the the bomb was in that particular room, uh, you yeah you can remember that she went nowhere near that room. Whereas you think Alexia Gins might have wandered the entire uh, the entire ministry uh, as going through it. So either he knew exactly when it was going to go off, or didn't know. Yeah. All right. I'm assuming she was unharmed in the explosion. Both of them were unharmed. Okay. Although Alexia Gins has kind of lost her shit after the bombing, though, because well. <laughs> her museum was destroyed. Right. Yeah. And with that sense motive, I'll even I'll give you that too. That the 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 all of the the statements and everything that she said so far has seemed honest and true to form. So it's either her her great granddad or the prosecutor. All right. Well, I'll have uh, have the Steelhaven do a background check on the prosecutor. And I uh, will con- contact the, uh, the, the, the where he where Reutengen's being held and see if he's had any communication. Okay. Uh, the Steelhaven can run a, a culture check for you on that one. Uh, and uh, sorry, what was the first? Uh, sorry, I already forgot it. What was the first question you asked? But I was going to have them do a, a background check on the prosecutor to see if she has any history with uh, you know other than po- politics like. Oh, she she used to manufacture bombs until she was 30. <laughs> uh, all right. It's such a young age for a Transformer. Unless she was an organic. She's an organic. Well, then it's probably a bit mid-age then. It's hard to say. Some of these organics live a long time. Hey, they do. You know, for them. So, so the Steelhaven contacts you back with a background check for Prosecutor Alonia. And although there's no criminal record to her, uh, her caseload seems kind of oddly specific. She has a lot of cases that involve, like, bombings or explosives for some reason. Whether it's, like, homemade explosives, uh, small acts of terrorism, just like people putting, like, a, like a pipe bomb in a mailbox kind of thing. Uh, it's just... More than, more than than is typical for a a a prosecutor. The local news said that there wasn't that much a bombing going on until these lads come about. So maybe it's just you know she's lazy. Well, if she knows that caseload is going to be light, and she doesn't want to work that hard. Well, it seems like it's going to be a lot of paperwork for this one. Have them check into any people that maybe she got, she was able to successfully defend against any of these charges. Oh yeah, yep. Like former clients that do do explodey things mm. that might over. Certainly, uh, and it looks like a, an a surprising amount of her cases end up getting like settled or just charges dropped uh, due to either a technicality and a, there's a couple of rumors here and there that the uh, the 
the judge was bribed or someone was bribed to make evidence disappear. Nothing proven, of course. Just kind of rumors floating around here and there. But but yeah, there are uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of people who were successfully had their charges dropped or their the cases just dismissed outright uh, that most people think were actually guilty. And she's the one who got them off. Hey, she's definitely lazy. <laughs> yeah. Can't be, can't be bothered to put in the work. I guess it's easy to easy to change money change money for change hands. Well then I think I'll just stop talking. I can't speak. I guess that's a lot of leads there, so I don't know. I mean I don't know if we can pass that on to the local constabulary or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely can. So here's the the question. You still have that... You have that lead uh, kind of pointing to Teonia uh, that you haven't talked about. I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, you can pass the information off to the, the locals on here, uh, and you might even be able to get a bit of an in with uh, Administrator Stanzamt because he, uh, you know, he, he ruled over your case and... You know, you might be able to even get a, some some of the evidence like over to him. But in the end, you don't believe that you're really going to be able to chase these people down or anything. Because as you heard on the, on the, the last episode, there's a bit of anti-Cybertronian uh, sentiment kind of coming about right, like right now. Part, you know, it might even be due because of the... Uh, uh, you know, just these people could just kind of talk, like talking bad about you. You know, that's the right way to put it. It's at a very fundamental level, yes. So here are your uh, here are your op- your options here. So you can get your you can get the evidence over to the the local police, and again, maybe even some of the representatives in the government that you've come in contact with. You have a lead to follow up, leading into Teonia which is kind of where you were planning on going anyway. And public sentiment is kind of turning against Cybertronians at this point. So you think it's probably a good idea to not hang around this planet for very long. Wow, we have to leave the shithole garbage planet. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sarcastic Pat's the best Pat. (laughs) I mean, so, I mean, it sounds like a good plan, guys. I don't know. Just, uh... Give Stanzan our information because maybe he'll deal with it a little more fairly. Sure. And uh, go on to our next mission and investigate the, the communication at the same time. Right. I mean, I'm so I'm not we'll a Cybertronian, so I don't really care. You know. I. I mean, even I. if I was a Cybertronian, I still wouldn't care. You know. So. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know. Um, more interested in who blew up Sweet Spot. You know. Right. And. I. That is a bit fucked up. I, that is a thing, you know, admittedly, but I also don't believe he's dead. I think he, like, stepped out of time. That's how fast he moves. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he surprises us. Most of the the leads that you've picked up on on that respect uh, has kind of led back to Starscream, which you don't quite, I don't think you quite feel you can really take down that easily just yet. Oh, please. Lock me in a room (laughs) with him. It's over. <laughs> us. Look, us in the rain. I personally think that it, it was Sweet Spot 
who did this. Like, you know, this this is a whole elaborate plan for him to kind of reveal the weaknesses of all of his possible enemies, you know? Hmm. Well, that was a bit of a dick move if he didn't include his friends on the planning of it. Yeah, he's a, he's a manipulator. Of course he would do it. And killed, what, 60 people in the process? He's got a dark side. Or he doesn't understand chemistry. He's just like, oh, this will make a bunch of smoke and it'll be cool. Boom! <laughs> oh, someone someone misplaced the decimal point. Sorry. you know. <laughs> I always do that. <laughs> what we don't realize is that hole in the, in the ceiling is actually where he went. Know, you he know, flew. and he's actually on the other side of the city somewhere. No. You know, with now bot, what? With Hookerbot 3000, you know. He put himself <laughs> into a rebate, I did. Yeah. 3000? Oof, that's a downgrade. Was it Was it nine? Nine, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry. Nine. No, no, you're fine. It's a cheap one, you know. You get three for the price of one. <laughs> 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 we'll do that. We will give our information to our pal in the, in the courts. And, uh, and then uh, head on to the Steel Haven and go about our business to, to our to next clue, you know, and just keep an ear out. Does, does the next clue to take down Starscream assets? Well, if he's responsible for this big explosion, that would be, yeah, I would say so. Right. I think it's better than a fire chance that it was, huh? We're, we're definitely heading in that direction. It might wind a little bit, but it's, it, we're heading in that direction. Uh, so yeah, you guys uh, contact the uh, Steelhaven, and it uh, comes in for a landing. The the four of you head over there, and I imagine you contact um, Legionnaire and tell him that their ship is coming down, and that you guys need to get out of here before things get a little bit too rough for Cybertronians. He will uh, pick up Nyko on his way, and he will... Yeah, he's uh, Nyko's still unconscious, unfortunately, but he will bring you, uh, uh, bring him, and both of he will bring him to the ship, and uh, yeah, you will jump on board and take off towards Tionia, and we'll see you next time. Ah, yes, yeah. It's nothing better than putting a backwater planet in your rear view. <laughs> <laughs> I'll nudge, uh, nudge Wildstrike there. You see the size of this fucking ship here? I just what the hell is she doing on? here? Who agreed to bring her? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sorry, we were just chatting and the door closed. Hey. Okay, well, I'm, when I'm getting my arm put back on, I ordered these leg augmentations. I want to wake up with those in me. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Give her a chance, and I'll put those on you. And I'll use some little special special engineering magic on them for you. The instructions are are upside down there. You're looking at (laughs) the instructions are in Yukarin. There's a lot more references to stabbing than you would find normally in your normal instruction manual. I I can I can translate that for you. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I'm gonna need you to put them on. Where did I you get even, these? Ca- Where'd you get these carapaces? I can help with some of the stabbing. Didn't they warn you about uh, ordering? Yes, thank you. Did they warn you about ordering ordering things? You know, off market brands. I am not. I buy only the best. That's all I'm saying. This is the hey, we leveled up and we're allowed to buy equipment, and this was my augmentation, but we now we're actually doing it. So, however that happens, yeah. Cool. 
Wave I can now on. I can now walk faster. From the secret files of Teletran One, Empire of Rust is written and GM by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Denizen, the mysterious druid, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon Warrior, Wildstrike, is played by Mike M. And Carapace, the Beast Soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Zasplat, Luzone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off.